Hey lovely ladies, it's Jen. I'm a mental wellness weight loss coach and I help women who are struggling with emotional eating. It can be a roller coaster ride of cravings and comfort and just drive you absolutely bonkers. So I break down how you break free from emotional eating, binge eating, chronic dieting, and kind of take a new approach, an untraditional approach to the way we look at eating, the way we look at weight loss, and the way that we look at living. So enjoy. Oh, and just so you know what you're getting yourself into, this podcast is going to be a little bit more behind the scenes, kind of a more intimate view of how I really feel about dieting, weight loss, and just overall health, wellness, and happiness. So there's going to be a lot of different topics discussed, not just dieting tactics and do this, not that, um, because I really don't think that gets you where you want to go. So stick around. It's going to be fun. This podcast is for educational purposes only and should not be used as medical treatment or medical diagnosis. So today we're going to do take a quick minute to talk about why protein, fibers, and fats are important for emotional eaters because as much as I believe that you need to work on the inner game and make sure you're in alignment and that the energetics of food is ultimately what holds you know, emotional eaters from reaching their goal weight, from sticking to healthy habits, um, that keep you from, you know, that keep you sabotaging your own results. Um, so those pieces come into play and need to be looked at and need to attention. So you can actually grab my freebie. It's freebie within freebie. It's in the show notes and I'll take you through some, um, of those pieces and get you started in that direction. If you're someone that has chronic dieted and is like banging your head up against, against the wall, like, why do I do the things I do? Why can't I stop eating? Um, those type of thoughts, uh, cause you know, it, the way we think and what goes through our mind plays a huge role on our behaviors and how we act, how we respond. And it needs to start with, um, some awareness. And I teach that in my course as well. So there's that uh, option for you, an opportunity to look into that. You can start as quickly as today with the DIY um, tier, or if you want more support and feedback, there's other options as well. So the application's there, check it out. But uh, know that when you nurture your body from a place of like, I want to feel good and I'm doing, I'm eating to, I'm eating for me, it's a very different way of looking at, I can't eat that. That's not, you know, that's off limits, like more rules, more restriction often leads to more dysfunction and more emotional issues and patterns and some nasty habits. So looking at like, what can I do? What is going to benefit me? What will help me? And these guidelines and framework, which I also give in my course, um, will help you in stabilizing a lot of the, you know, underlying bodily functions because it is there we have to look at different levels we have to look at the energetics the emotional the spiritual the physical like you know they all work together and we can't just you know separate or segment one and think that fixing one area is going to help the whole this is a holistic approach we need all of the things so let's get started Okay, so making sure that you're eating proteins, fibers, and fats is going to help you with satiety and appetite control. Because a lot of times with dieting, sometimes we're just like all about making sure calories are low. We restrict food, see how long we can go without eating for the day. That was me. I was like, how much can I not eat? Like, how long can I go before I start eating? Because like, if I can get to two o'clock, then, you know, I only have to work in a little window of time. But really, it... um 
it upped my ammo in overeating on the back end. So when you are actually satiated, you're much, it's going to decrease the likelihood of you overeating by a ton. And just in the energy that it's going to help you to have sustained energy and it helps to slow digest down digestion. So you actually feel fuller and you won't feel the need to eat. So those like biological cues that your body is giving you to eat are there for a reason. Like we do need food to live and to sustain ourselves. It'd be so much easier if we could just cut out food in general as emotional eaters. Like I feel like sometimes it's harder in some respect and I'm not, you know, there's someone that struggles here with with, uh, substance abuse. It's not a, but you can eliminate that. You don't have to go into a liquor store. You don't have to go, you know, be around a lot of things. You have to be around food, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So um, I feel like it's an, it's, a almost more difficult space because you really truly have to make peace with food and learn how to have a relationship with it um but the you know so with the satiating appetite control is going to help you along with mood stabilization because nutrient-dense food helps to stabilize your blood sugar levels and it's going to prevent those sharp spikes and then those crashes. So it's going to help you with like, not, you know, if you ever feel jittery or feel like anger, hangry, I'm sure you've heard that term hangry or you have felt hangry or been hangry. Um, So if you are relying on like a quick sugar process, quick thing to help you with a mood swing, like say three o'clock hits and you're like, oh my God, I, to have nothing prepped, the only thing that's available at work is a vending machine. Like you don't have as many options and you're kind of at the, you know, not demise, but like at the will of what's around you and you'll eat whatever. Um, so when you have blood, you know, stable blood sugars, it's going to just level your mood out. And you're just also going to have less likely emotionally, because you're less likely to be triggered by emotions, because when your mood is better, your mood set is better. Your emotional set point is better. Like things are going to roll off you easier. So it's not like life isn't happening. You're still not stressed. You still don't have stuff going on, but you're just kind of like, eh, how can I deal with it better? You're much more solution oriented. Uh, Hey, so I'm going to interrupt myself to tell you a few things that you need to know. Well, first off, I'm so glad you're here. I love that you're here. I appreciate that you're here. And I want you to know that there is a voice recording button in these episodes that you can actually use to ask me questions that you want to know. So anything you're struggling with, anything that uh, you're having issues with, things that you would like more insight on, so emotional eating, binge eating, chronic dieting, and then beyond. So anything I've touched on in any of these podcasts, you you know, is fair game. And don't worry, I won't share your question or your voice unless you you can just let me know in the question if you want to be shared. So don't worry about that. But don't forget to get your freebie in the show notes. And of course, if you want to work with me, um, apply in the show notes as well. And there is a DIY option that's amazing for women that are like ready to go and ready to go now. Uh, and then the next thing is I want to ask you if you are enjoying these episodes and you have found them helpful to leave a five-star review or like by clicking the star or even leaving a review so that this information gets out for more women to hear and more women to um, get some support. Anyway, back to the show. Love you. Bye. Imbalance and overall health. So as much as I would love to live on wine and cheese, you know, it's not going to be beneficial for me in the long term. So making sure I have protein, fibers, fats, they're going to help with a more well-rounded balanced diet. Our body wants, I always, you know, you can aim for, eat the rainbow, aim for 30 species of different 
uh, foods and species can be herbs, nuts, seeds, veggies. You know, it can be all a plethora of things. So don't let that 30 be like, oh my God, I can't eat 30 things in a week. Kind of make it a game, gamify it. Um, but when your body perceives adequate nutrition, it can function optimally, which is also going to impact positively impact your emotional state and release that need for emotional eating as a coping mechanism. So a lot of times chronic dieters actually have nutrition deficiencies in areas because they're on elimination diets where, you know, they say, don't eat this, 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 and that. And you get very, um, you monitor your food intake in such a way that you eliminate things to like a lean chicken breast, a broccoli and this every day to make it easy. You know what I mean? Or you get in a space where you just take so many things away, you're missing nutrients that your body needs and wants. So if we get, um, we, if you're missing that variety in your diet, it can impact your health because you're not actually getting all of your needs met. So it's important to look at that aspect of food. Um, even from a diet perspective of like, you know, it's not just weight loss you're looking for. You're looking for happy, healthy weight loss. You're looking for sustainable weight loss. You're looking for weight loss that feels good in your body. You're looking for weight loss that gives you uh, vitality as you age. I see women now that were on the fat-free diet, you know, that's where I live too, but it started probably a decade before me. I'm 40, almost 42. So I had my snack wells and my sugar-free jello, but you know, for women that were in that space, I think it impact their skin. Like if you're a vanity person like myself, sometimes I can make myself do things in a, in a way of like, okay, well, that's going to impact the way I look for sure. Um, eating fats is good in the sense it helps with skin elasticity. It helps with hormone health. It helps with like the way that you visually look. So limiting fats might've helped people lose weight, but it hindered their ability to have elasticity or the skin or their mood like it's so you're taking it's like taking one thing and then creating robbing peter to pay paul um and then just the matter of like satisfaction and enjoyment because you add fats to a meal it's actually going to enhance the taste the texture you're generally going to feel like you ever have a craving where like you want to eat that and so you eat but you won't allow yourself to have it. You won't allow yourself to get that ice cream cone. So instead of eating the ice cream cone, you go around and you eat everything but the ice cream cone till you're so full. And then you end up eating the ice cream cone anyway. So you just like, you should just eat the ice cream cone, have a couple bites, have a small, you know, put it in a ball, create, sit down, eat it, enjoy it, pay attention to it. Like say to yourself, I'm allowed to eat this. This is enjoyable. This is delicious. And notice when, the enjoyment factor starts to decrease and then you stop eating it and then you have it again tomorrow. There's no restriction. It's just such a different way of living. And we'll talk about actually intuitive eating in some uh, episodes to come, what that looks like, where people fail to understand how that can be helpful. A lot of times emotional or people interpret uh, intuitive eating as kind of like a free-for-all. And that it's not productive or helpful. And I think it's just a little misunderstood. And I also think it's only a little piece of the puzzle. If you just do that, um, it can feel like just another diet as well, just a different end of the spectrum. So um, I think you have to look at things from various, uh, you know, underlying causes and address emotional eating in a multifaceted approach. Um, and nutrition is part of that equation of making sure you get an adequate protein. So what is adequate protein? What is adequate fiber? Um, what is adequate fats? It's going to look different for everybody. 
based on your activity levels, your size, you know what I mean? Like, so take this with a grain of salt. It's not like fast rule, but if you aim for hundred grams a day for women, um, if you aim for 25 to 50, 25 to 30 grams of fiber for a woman a day is great and start so slow with that, or you will have some discomfort, my friend. So, um, and then fats, you know what? off the side of my head I'll be honest with you I don't actually know I'm someone that's not I don't really monitor I love I love Adam I look for more of avocado uh olive oils like that's like that butter I'm a fan of um but let me actually see if I can find that real quick hold on <laughs> okay you know why I don't know it's because it's a lot of math <laughs> it's like 20 to 35 percent of your caloric intake should be from fat so it's like there is a if you're used to track your macros you know how to kind of go in there and check that starting with the 2000 2000 calorie diet but it's I feel like you need more individual approach What's you can up, use gang? oh I'll be right I'll be done in a minute that's my older one he just got home from friends um but using your hands or your thumb is kind of the equivalent of a serving of fats, but I use my, um, like just my, how I feel is how I've kind of operated where back in the day, it was very much a measured, like I would get the fat-free salad dressing and still measure that out teaspoon by teaspoon, um, let alone the high calorie items. So everything was very, you know, structured and it just fed to my crazy and fed to my obsession with food. So, um, I look at things differently, but know the need to have healthy fats, proteins, and fibers in your daily intake. All right. Have a great day. Talk to you later. Love you. Bye.